Hello and welcome to the Brickade Blitz. I am your host as usual, Unusual Greg. Uh, with me as always as we break down the NFL this week is... Smith. Um, I'm at DRS underscore 994 on Instagram. And Scruffy, I am basically the stats guy. Um, and we start off as always with some uh, with some news stories. And I'll be honest, this is quite a quiet week for news stories. Um, Brian Flores has decided to say for a second week on the trot that Tua Tagovailoa is their quarterback. Uh, Eagles placing running back Miles Sanders on the injured reserve list. So obviously, I've dropped him from my fantasy football team. And Mike Williams says the Chargers offense hasn't even scratched the surface yet. So nothing really major to talk about news-wise. Uh, so Scruffy, <laughs> why don't you take us through the predictions yes. from last week? The good old score predictions, which as per usual, who would have guessed we lost the bet immediately? Um, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, we, we are just not doing entirely well on the betting. Let me just get my little sheet up it takes a few seconds because google sheets is a nightmare um um so on the predictions for the colts versus the 49ers yeah but it green boy <laughs> summit predicted the colts to win and they did um but yeah i mean this was a very much 49ers offensive loss rather than anything else because their defense was pretty good um they just couldn't Get really? together any drives. I their defense. The 49ers defense was good in the first quarter, but that was it. I would say the first first half it was good enough. If they'd have carried on that first half sort of defense, the 49ers could have won if the offense stepped up. But the mm. thing is about the offense as well, they didn't play good enough defense in the fact that they kept if they'd have kept the ball out of the Colts' hands, the defense would have had more time to you know regroup get stuff to go in um so i think like this was very much on the 49ers offense mm. i do think as well that the not um insanely smarter but i think the colts played a bit smarter with the weather conditions that they had mm -hmm. looking more to the rushing plays or the shorter passes yeah yeah that's that's definitely it like it was a kind of torrential rain at one point mm. and jimmy g just tried to stick to that throwing game and it just was never going to work. And then um, the only no other note that I'd made on this game was the uh, second to last touchdown by the Colts. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember how he did it, but like I'd, all I've noted down is that he was literally a sneeze away from going out of bounds and not yeah. having that, con you know, actually concluded. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say it's quite a. It was a, it was a good game to watch as a neutral because I just thought it it could have literally gone either way. Um, I just think yeah, this this was very much on the 49ers offense to accept that loss. Yeah, because hmm. neither of them did extremely well in the actual completion game of passing. No, uh, no. but. I feel like the Colts recognize that more and just thought, you know, we'll rush a bit more. We'll do the shorter passes. Yeah. Well, it's just complete plays. Let's not try and do anything fancy and just go, we need to score right now. Let's just yeah. complete plays. Yeah, agreed. So moving on from that one? Yeah. Awesome. 
So moving on from that one, we have the Bears versus the Buccaneers. You both said the Buccaneers to win, and of course they did. It's the Buccaneers. Uh, but I'm yeah, sure this you have one many was opinions. just like this. I mean, I I, only I would mean... just like to directly address Bears fans um, <laughs> and say, what the fuck were you thinking about saying that the NFC runs through Soldier Field? Like <laughs> Justin Fields ain't shit. <laughs> This podcast has turned into a bear's shitting fest. Uh, as long as I'm recording, it will always be a bear's shitting fest. I mean, instead of do bears shit in the woods, it's our bear's shit. At Soldier Field, park. yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's more the, yeah, the, the stuff after, was it the Packers game where they were just being ridiculous? Oh, yeah. And it's just, just like, like oh. it's quite funny to see him put in the place by a team like the Buccaneers. That was it. That was it. But the thing is, I say, like, the Bears got lucky with a couple of their wins. Um, and I'll say that. I actually truly believe that Andrew Dalton is a better QB, especially right now, than mm-hmm. Justin Fields. Um, so the idea that Matt Nagy has flipped his script on his head and, and put Justin Fields as their starting quarterback when, like, three weeks ago he said that Andrew Dalton is our quarterback, quarterback um, until further notice... I just think you should have stuck to that. Like, he's got the more experience, especially in this year, which was always going to be a rough year for the Bears because they've still got to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers twice a year. Like, why wouldn't you just start the guy who's not been fantastic over the years? Like, he done well at the Bengals. He was okay filling in for the uh, for Dak at the Cowboys. But, like, just make him the face of the franchise right now and then bring Justin Fields in when he's got that experience. Because right now, all you're doing is demoralizing the kid. Mm. I was going to say that I only made two notes about this game. One of them was um, the fact that um, Tom Brady's 600 touchdown ball yes. was given away by Evans. Yeah, <laughs> And then yeah. they had to go and get it back. They had to basically just and, go to the guy and say, what will you take to get this ball back to well, us? Yeah, Brady did like a little press press conference and he was like, yeah, yeah no, we're going to send him a shirt and like a helmet and other sort of stuff. But Do it, it you just... know what he got, he got in the end? What did he get? So he got a signed shirt, he got another game ball, he got a signed helmet, he got a thousand dollars worth of uh, spending money to put in the buck store. Uh, I think Tom Brady then gave him a Bitcoin. Jesus oh, shit! So I thought you were going to say like a bullet to the head or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But yeah, he got given just a whole Bitcoin. Um, whilst so best estimates are that that ball is going to be worth five hundred thousand to seven and a hundred seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. So he's still not made yeah. that money, but just as a as a Bucks yeah. fan, like if you walked into that stadium thinking, "I'm gonna get given the ball, the 600th touchdown ball, accidentally, <laughs> and then come out with all of this," you'd still take that. Like, well, and plus, yeah. this is a story that you can take forward. Like, yeah. where's the Bucks fan that done this now? Like, you can absolutely milk the press it, for this. It's also just like that guy, regardless. Mm. Looks like a f- first of all, he knew what he wanted, which is good. I like seeing people who do that because at the end of the day, those players get paid more than enough. 
yeah. to be able to. Yeah, he, he would he would have gave the ball back. It's like, what do you want yeah. for it? And he just pulls out this big scroll and goes, "I have a list of demands. <laughs> I do, but I do decree <laughs> that I want singular Bitcoin." I, to be fair, that is worth like seventy thousand dollars. That guy is just yeah. minted right now. No, it's not really minted, but, but it's earning more than yeah, most people earn in a year from catching yeah. a ball. Um, he's probably spent it on Buccaneers tickets anyway, so probably spent it on Super Bowl <laughs> tickets. Yeah. No, I think I think he's been given a, a season ticket for the next two years mm. as well. I, if, if some, yeah. if a Bucks fan, let's be honest, if if he'd won that and got a Bitcoin, spend it yeah. on a bloody Super Bowl ticket if you ain't got one already, because that is the <laughs> perfect yeah. opportunity to spend like thirty grand on a yeah. once in a lifetime ticket. Use that yeah. for the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. that is what he probably will do. Unless you're in debt, use it on the debt, please. Use it on the debt, unless yeah, exactly. Because yeah. use money responsibly. Yeah. Um, when you have unless some... you have a lot of it, in which case use it irresponsibly. Because he will anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if if you have a lot of money, throw a six hundred touchdown ball and then give the money to somebody else. Yeah, or this... if you want to invest in an up and coming podcast, <laughs> <laughs> chat in Smith. Give us the six hundred pound ball. Six hundred um, down ball. No, uh, what happened with the seven hundredth? I mean, what? like, I don't know that he'll get there. Like, dude, it, it, oh, no, no, it's already been predicted in the the battlefield trailer. He's going up to twenty forty two. Twenty forty two. He'll be the MVP. He'll be, I think he'll be sixty five years old at that yeah. point. Yeah, still the MVP of the NFL. <laughs> he'll be the OAP of the NFL. <laughs> Got him. Oh. It gives you a Bitcoin <laughs> for getting him. Tom yeah, OAP. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, um. Mr. Brady, you can send it to me. Um, <laughs> unusual underscore Greg on Twitter. I'm, I think <laughs> I think that's I think that's how Bitcoin works. You just if you just hashtag it to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I doubt he'll very much like having a nickname of Tom OAP Brady. <laughs> we'll stop saying it then. Mm. Oh, sorry, Mr. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just a uh. teacher. Um, <laughs> Mr. Brady, I've got him in like a, a, with the, the jacket, the tweed jacket with the leather patches. He's teaching aerodynamics, <laughs> Aerody aerodynamic stability in a physics class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Anyhow, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, away from uh, that, the only other note that I had was yeah. just the fact that the way this game went was it honestly felt like um, Tom Brady was a teenager. And the 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 match was essentially the mum going, "Can you do this for me?" And he goes, "Ah!" Comes <laughs> on the pitch, throws a touchdown, and goes, "I'm going sitting down again." Sits down, <laughs> and it just kept going like that. It's like we do I this definitely thing. agree with the first half, but the second half, like the only there was only three points scored in the entire second half, um, and that was a Buccaneers touchdown. I'm just like. At that point, like he got to the half, he'd got his pocket money, he'd got his mum some like some videos to send to grandma, and he was just sitting down eating orange slices. That was that was <laughs> that was the, that was the half. <laughs> Shall we move on from that? Because we're talking about quite a fair bit. So finally, yeah. it was Panthers versus Giants. The biggest surprise yet, <laughs> which was Smith went Panthers to win. Obviously, they did not. It was the Giants, and I looked like a genius. Um, yeah. which, which I think you was my make... exact quote <laughs> was. was that I'll predict the Giants and if I if they win it looks like a genius and if they lose 
content um <laughs> so yeah and i was i was watching this game in disbelief like obviously i had red zone on on the sunday i was watching the early window game um and i was just like wait what's happening over in <laughs> new york what, what wait what wait they've turned it over they got a they got a safety wait what and then yeah for the the panthers to score only in the first quarter um i was just i was blown away like I like this is see this is the Panthers performance that I predicted at the start of the season and it then was blown away. Yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah they they won the first like 3 games. Yeah, they were 3 and then, yeah. And then they were like, right, we have to prove Greg wrong. We will win the first 3 games and then they start going, well maybe the Panthers are good. It's like we have to prove him wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the self-destruct button. Believe in us. <laughs> we can have no faith. But yeah, this is this is what I thought the Panthers' performance was going to be like: losing to teams that they realistically shouldn't have lost to. Um, but yeah, I I say thoroughly enjoyed the game. Watching that, going, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to follow this one up next week. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of them. Like, I, I don't want to be believing in any New York team to win anything, but God, it and like I'm not gonna lie. It, they played okay. Um, yeah. Jones's catch, one-handed catch, that was fucking That's good. it. He's yeah. somehow a better receiver than he is a quarterback. Like, <laughs> didn't see that coming. Um, and then, I think, is, is it Patisse? I can't remember. I don't know how you say yeah. his name. Yeah, uh, Patisse. His touchdown. <laughs> Did you see it work? Because he, he got tackled basically because his knees didn't touch the floor. Yeah. He sat on the defensive player and just spun into the end yeah. zone to get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was Basically, yeah, used so the funny. defender like a bounce pad. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a surprise. Uh, yeah, and especially that that score line, um, yeah. just in re- especially in regards to how they started the season off. Um, clearly, I'm never going to pick them for the rest of the season, no matter what the hell they do now. So even if we have like a Giants yeah. prediction every single week, you're just going to abstain? No, like, if it's freaking Panthers versus okay. anyone, I'm not picking the Panthers. <laughs> even if it's Panthers versus the Bears or the Jets, I'm not the picking the Panthers. The Dolphins would fucking beat them. To be fair, the Dolphins are good right now. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the one and six, but they're better than that. <laughs> and every time I say that, I keep pointing at the freaking Panther logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panthers, we have taken away your name. Uh, you are that now. Yeah, you are the we'll Carolina that. that. The, pa- the Carolina that, the New York thems, <laughs> and the other New York, York what's-its. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Washington what's-its. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. We got you a new name, Washington. We got you a new name, Washington. The Washington. Oh, no, that's just defacing the crisps that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Call them the Fantastic. Washington Skips. I don't like them. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to quickly mention it as well because we didn't actually say the scores. Like, yeah, Colts and 49ers, It was thirty to eighteen. Bucks mm-hmm. Bears, thirty-eight to three. Giants, yeah, Panthers. Oh, pa- Giants. That's twenty-five to three. I like, like how you messed it up twice. It yeah, was New York that's, and you went giant that's. Uh, giant yeah. that's. You're a giant that. <laughs> yeah, like, 
all three winning teams out of them as well either very close or above 30 points on the board. Yeah. Shall we talk about the scores from the rest of the week? Yes. Scores on the doors. Scores on the doors. Now, can I just do a quick confirmation? Because I always do this before the weeks. The week this week is seven that we're running over. Yep. It is indeed. Okay, so you are going to hear the... You can tell because uh, if you look at week eight, there's only one game being played. (laughs) (laughs) But we, um, obviously, with week eight, that was Packers. But we will get back to the Packers game previously, this one. This is the previous (laughs) Packers game. Here we go. So, starting <laughs> from the top, Broncos versus the Browns. Broncos 14, Browns 17. Yeah, this was kind of like what I expected, but I expected the Browns to do a bit better. The Browns have been on a bit of a slump past couple of days, but at the end of the day, they're playing Broncos, who I think I've said uh, in nearly every week, once they play a real team, they fold like paper. Wait, what, what, was, the, what was last Thursday's game? Was that not Broncos-Browns? Did we not talk about that? It was, no, it was a Friday, Thursday night game. As a Friday, according to the sheet I'm looking at. So it was the Thursday night game because obviously it's a Friday here. Yeah. Um, so we would have talked about that last week. Right. Okay. I was trying to remember which one it was yeah. last time. That's how forgettable that game was, clearly. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So moving on yeah. from that one, uh, Panthers Giants, which we've spoken about. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Them's. Um, but both of them. Them and they. Them's and that. Them's and that's. Um, then, of course, you've got the um, the unmentionable, <laughs> the Jets versus the Patriots. Jets 13, Patriots 54. I think this is really considered, like, consolidated uh, Mac Jones's position for rookie, uh, offensive rookie of the year. Um, in my head, it's been between him and Jamar Chase. <clears throat> Depends on who goes further. Um, but yeah, this was a solid. Uh, Patriots performance um, against the New York Watsits. <laughs> is uh, just to clarify, Jamar Chase is the wide receiver, receiver for the Bengals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. This is one of the games that I didn't watch, but it was against the Jets. And I, as Matt Jones, since after like after the Bucks game, is is he on a winning streak now? game winning streak if you can call it that uh <laughs> no they lost last week against the cowboys oh, so no. The, okay no no worries um yeah clearly um he's actually coming to stride and yeah he's definitely a contender or if not the only one to put forward for at least most improved <laughs> most improved okay yeah. uh hey, most improved from nothing <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Most improved from being a first round pick. Yeah. The only thing I know about this game and, and Matt Jones from this week is the fact that he gave out his um, food that he eats before a match. Oh, um, yeah. It's, isn't it steak, st- eggs, and spaghetti? Steak, eggs, and spaghetti, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that is basically the perfect description of a balanced diet for them. Because yeah. you've got red meat, you've got carbs. And you've got protein. It's literally but three things they I'm need. Pretty sure it's said in there that like it's just that no sauces. No, I know. Like well, that's, that. got, that's, that's the weirdest got, fucking thing. Yeah, but that's got unnecessary sugar. That's genuinely a exactly what they need. I don't care. It's basic. Don't I can't wrong, imagine eating dry, like not dry pasta, but like unsourced pasta. Yeah. I guess, yeah, but obviously he didn't say if he had cheese or not, which I expect he would. 
he did um, um, it said something like that he doesn't have anything it's like those three ingredients are the things that he eats that's now that the weirdest weird. part about it now that is weird if you don't have pasta with at least something on it even if it's not sauce that's he has weird. got some on it you got steak and egg <laughs> fucking hell anyway moving yeah. on from yes <laughs> patriots uh chiefs three titans 27 i here's the thing i don't know how to talk about this game because don't get me wrong i thought the titans were going to win it because of where the chiefs are at as a franchise right now i just didn't expect the chiefs to be this bad mm. this is one I, that i wanted to watch i haven't watched it yet but yeah I knew we were going to see the score, so it's not like it's spoiling me for it. And then I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. They won, and especially fucking Derek Henry. Is he like 300 rushing yards up from the next person in the league? Something like that. I think he's got 800 rushing yards. Yeah, and yards the next still. person's like 560 or something like yeah. that. So it doesn't surprise me when the, no. uh, yeah, the, the, the Titans win, even against what are considered good teams. Uh, actually, the funniest part about this game, uh, Derek Henry in this game was a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> God, he had one throw for five yards, which resulted in a touchdown. Oh which shit! Was more than more than Patrick Mahomes had. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes had more interceptions though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck on that, Henry. You'll never be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I good scrub <laughs> fucking noob <laughs> I hope that I hope that interception pass as well was that um, ridiculous one he did the other week that yeah. we hated the little ball yeah yeah just straight into the arms right okay cool moving on from that one you got the um, Washington Watsons is what I really want to call them now uh, Washington mm-hmm. versus the Packers Washington 10 Packers 24 yeah, this was just a solid uh, performance by the Packers. Um, this was actually uh, the first game in the season where the Packers got a red zone stop, where previously in the rest of the season, uh, in the other six games, anybody that got into the red zone against the Packers uh, scored. Like There was just no stopping them scoring when they got into the red zone. Mm. And we got four red zone stops in this game. So it was, yeah. For me watching it, it was like, okay, we have a defense now. We actually have like a deep a red zone defense this year. Um, considering this was a game where Jael Alexander was out, um, I think Kevin King was out. So you're looking at our secondary as being a bit banged up. Um, but they introduced um Jalen Smith and Whitney Merciless into this game, and they played really well. Uh really happy with their performances. Um yeah, still love the guy's name, Whitney Merciless. Merciless. It's it's just one yeah, of the yeah. best names of the entire league, apart yeah. from Mahomes, because you yeah. can never really <laughs> see it as Mahomes. Um. Yeah, I just <laughs> think I know. I'd love it if he was an estate agent or something like that. <laughs> Welcome to Mahomes. Welcome yeah. to Mahomes. <laughs> this ain't Mahomes. This is your Holmes. <laughs> 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 See, he's got he's got a career after the NFL. We've sorted it. <laughs> State agent Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> yeah. realtor. But yeah, but yeah, so and- it was a great performance by Rashan Gary, uh, who got two sacks on the day. Um, but yeah, that that defensive line for the Packers just coming up and doing well. Um, can I just because like I didn't watch this one. I've, I've obviously watched the Thursday game instead. Mm-hmm. 
the obviously there's a few players that were out on the Thursday game, like yep. Adams. It, it, it mm-hmm. Was Lazard out as well? Yep. Did did something happen to them in this game to put them out, or is this like a training injury or something? So, uh, if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the show that me and Scruffy put out on Wednesday, which is the Packers preview. Um, No, so what happened was... I tried um, to before this, but you rushed me into the podcast. (laughs) I didn't rush you into shit. (laughs) You were the one who said you're here. (laughs) Yeah, how long were you sitting in the the voice chat without us? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, so what it was is that Devontae Adams had uh, a close contact with uh, COVID protocol. So what happened then is he had to then isolate and could have played because he's vaccinated. He had to have two negative tests within 24 hours apart sort of thing. Alan Lazard, close contact with Devontae Adams because he is unvaccinated, um, had to go into the COVID protocol of being out for five days, regardless of whether he tested positive or negative. So both of them... So Devontae Adams could have played in the Thursday night game, but didn't get his COVID test in time to get then onto a jet and go. Um, Another casualty of the COVID protocol was uh, defensive coordinator Joe Barry, um, who couldn't be there at the day because he was in COVID protocol as well. Right. Gotta love COVID protocols. Absolutely. Well, they're there to protect everyone. So that's it. That's it. And a lot of people going off on a, about it on the Packers Twitter, saying, you know, oh, how come uh, Alan Lazard doesn't get paid any tested negative? It's like, well, look, here's the thing: if he's close contact with Devonte Adams, who had or, or Joe Barry, who had tested positive, those symptoms aren't going to show up straight away. Mm. The five days is there because if you're unvaccinated, you have a lesser immune system to deal with it. And also, you're still contagious to pass it on. Being vaccinated means that you are less likely to pass it on or suffer the symptoms yeah. for it. Do you know so this work? is what's yeah. This is the thing. This is what's this is what's in place. Mm. This is in place before this season started. It's unlikely to change through the season. That's just no. And point the thing is, Lazard knew this going into the season. He knew this when he chose not to get vaccinated. That this was going to be the consequences. Mm. So don't feel sorry for a guy who's getting more money to play a game than anybody else is going to get in just a year of work or any part of their life. Exactly. You're most likely, you're only going to earn about two million in your life. Well, Christ. And that's earn, not yeah. obviously you have in your pocket at once. He probably no. gets two million in his pocket like jump change. I think his contract is six million for a year. Exactly. So he's I don't have the exact, but yeah, he's earning more in a year than most people will in a lifetime. Note yeah. the word as well: less contagious. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. you have less chance. Exactly. So it doesn't mean that Adams could have not passed it. He could have. He could have absolutely passed it. Absolutely. That's why absolutely. he has to still isolate. Yeah. It's not like this one rule for one and one rule for the other. They both still have to isolate. It's just one of them gets. Yeah a tiny bit more leeway because he's done what he's yeah. been asked to. I'm just going to jump in and quick, quickly say, obviously the rules are there in place. So the sport can be played. If they weren't yeah. in there, people would get ill and then the sport wouldn't be played. And then mm. he'd be bitching about not being able to watch games. Yes. So shut your face. All right. Um, let's leave that now. Cause I, I hate talking about COVID. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to talk about it anymore. Agreed. I'm sick Absolutely. Of it. Yeah. But I was just explaining for you no, why yeah, yeah. they were out on Thursday. Anyway, yeah. moving on from the Washington Cheers. Packers game. Moving on. On to the Falcons-Dolphins. Falcons 30, Dolphins 28. Yeah! 
I guess that's all there is on that one. A game I watched. <laughs> it was it was a tight game. I genuinely thought going into the last quarter the Dolphins going to win it. Mm-hmm. But fair play to uh, was it Domkin Sue, the kicker for the Falcons, for getting that last field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field goals um, can win it, which is always nice. And um, the quarterback for Miami that I'm not gonna. I know, you, I know you can say it. I can. <laughs> um, you, you say it every chance you get. Um, oh, absolutely. It's it's like a tongue twister, and it's just it makes me feel like a little bit of happiness. That I can say it. <laughs> um, there were yeah. I, where, where was it? There was um. Oh yeah, there was a bit where he rushed it, and where he actually got as like went went into connection with a defender. Mm-hmm. If he would have stopped there, it would have been fourth and one. Yeah. But he stayed on his feet and pushed forward and got the first down. Yeah. And I thought, respect to the dude, respect to the dude. Yeah. Yes. And that's... That was good. It was it was powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I know that... Um, I, th- I think um, Pitts, the... Cal Pitts, Pitts had a massive game. He had an amazing game. Yeah. He was close... Well, kind of... He was over 150... Uh, receiving yards, I was going to say close to 200, but it wasn't that yeah. close. But yeah, and it, did he do two one-handed catches? I believe so. I believe so. Which is insane in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. Because one of them, I've, I don't know why I've wrote it so weird. I put Pix's one-armed catch um, was a hamster holding a wood louse length away from stepping out of bounds. I don't know why <laughs> I've wrote it like that. <laughs> Just try to be weird. Yeah. Uh, the, the tragedy of that kind of success that he had, he's got no touchdowns on the day. And uh, that was kind of a real disappointment for it. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's, there's, there's times when you're like, okay, yeah, he had an amazing game. You wish he mm. got those points. But at the end of the day, it's the team sport and it. it's, oh, it's pushing it towards that. Because um, yeah. Patterson had still, like, quite usually has good running games. He scored one of the. Uh, rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And the only other note that I'd got on it was uh, I, I put Hawkins interception in the end zone, Chef Kids. But <laughs> um, I did put that down. I did like put a note to it. Like it wasn't to do with him. It was the uh, quarterback. Go on. Mm. Go on. Say his name. To a tongue of Iowa. There we go. <laughs> I, I put it down to him making a mistake. He was just passing it. Yeah. He put it too much too far forward in front of his player that yeah. it just left that bit open for him to get it and it, uh, I think if they would have got that they would have had enough points ahead to win it yeah. overall really um, yeah yeah. It was, a, it was a close game start to finish really yeah gotcha yeah. yeah moving on so hang on a minute just to clarify is his name Tua Tagovailoa is that correct Tua Tagovailoa no not Tugger Tua Tagovailoa Tagovailoa Tugger Tago? Now I want to it, check. Who are Tungala Vailoa? It's Tag. I mean, his his first. I mean, name it is... can be written however you want to say it. That's how it's pronounced. Yes. Tua Tungala Vailoa. Okay. His first name is ridiculous. Don't even Tua. try and pronounce it. No, his Tua. full first name. It's not his full first name. Um, because... Tua Airways. I'm not even going to try it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, 41, Ravens, 17. 
I mean, this was a complete shit show for the Ravens. Like I have, like they, this should have been a game where they asserted their dominance on the AFC against a second-year quarterback and realistically a first-year, uh, to an um, to an agamon. <laughs> Sorry, I just put it in the chat just to show what it was because the same name, the second name is Tugavalala, which is easy enough. But the first name is like Tuani. I'm not yeah, going to try seeing that because there's a part in the middle that I think I'm going to see the Tua something Manuola Pola. It's so long, and I, I'm not going to say the middle of that because it sounds bad no matter where you say it. But he has a name that's like 28 characters long on the first name. Yeah. Anyway, on to the game we were talking about. Yes. What game uh, are we talking so about? Dolphins are playing. The Ravens. Ravens Bengals? Ravens Bengals? Ravens Bengals? Ah, yes. I couldn't find the freaking Ravens somewhere. I was like, did did they have a bye week? Um, no, uh, Bengals um, Ravens, 41 17 to the Bengals. Yeah. Just to clarify. I say, this was just. I, I expected Lamar Jackson. Uh, don't get me wrong. I expected this game to be a close one. But I expected the Ravens to seal that kind of top seed in the AFC. Um, but with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase's connection, um, mm. like, I mean, Joe Burrow threw for 416 yards, 201 of which went to Jamar Chase. Yeah. And Jamar Chase proved that he was an absolute weapon, breaking tackles. Uh, Uzuma, uh was also breaking tackles on his way out. And they've just absolutely, like, the, the, the Ravens' defense could have been non-existent to those guys. They were just awesome. And the thing is, like, when you're, like, when you're watching it, oh, when you hear the stats compared to you watching, when you hear the stats, you're going, oh, he, he received 201 yards. Mm. You think, oh, okay, he probably got passed to, like, 20 times. It was only eight times. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It just beasts. <laughs> An absolute unit. Yes. <laughs> it was. It was. It was, as I say, like... I say if you can if you watch any of this game, just watch the highlights of those catches to Jamar Chase and Uzoma. Like it was just I say Uzoma had three uh, receptions, two of which went for a touchdown. It was insane. It was insane. And I'd say these weren't just clear coverage drops into the hands of Uzoma or or Chase and go. These were hard for spin out of tackles runs. These mm -hmm. were awesome. And to the next game. Yep, on to the next one, which is the Lions Rams. Uh, Lions nineteen, Rams twenty-eight. Rams were winning this in the first. Well, they scored first. I think you mean the Lions. Oh yeah, freaking Lions. Yeah, Lions were winning this in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, I even when they were winning, I was like, yeah, they're not gonna, they're not gonna win the entire game, but at least. Once I feel like they actually look like they're putting up a fight. But then but obviously yeah, the, it went fucking downhill really yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is the Lions could have won this game if they hadn't have emptied their bag of tricks in the first quarter. Because the Lions in the first quarter done a fake field goal, an onside kick, and then a fake punt, I believe, all in the first quarter just to keep possession away from the Rams. And it worked for the first quarter, but 
was never going to work much longer than that. Yeah. This was just a game of attrition where the Rams had more. Uh, actually, remember the one of the fake punts. Mm-hmm. Um, did they get it out and then they made the down, but then a flag was thrown and they had to do it again? So they just did they try it again? So. Or did I they don't just go, think nah, they tried it again. It now? Yeah, I think they just punted it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, we said the last time they were like, okay, yeah, because we looked at who the Lions were playing next, they're definitely going to go 7-0, and and they did. Um, I was looking at the game that they have next time, but I I don't know if it's one of the ones that Scruffy's ready for a prediction. (laughs) uh, I always tend to just sort of leave this, and then while you guys are talking about your new segments, actually come up with the predictions. It's a much better way of doing it, because then Smith can't read ahead. Um, <laughs> which has been my tactic to stop the, reading the, the predictions. The second I uh, usually I read our winning, like what we've won from the, the week before, and then I just close the program down. Okay, it was only last week that I had it open, and it's because I was at Sam's. Mm. Well, I'll, I'm going to start doing it once you move on to the next section. So if we carry on now. So I believe we're on the Eagles Raiders now, aren't we? After yep. Lions and Rams, so Eagles twenty two, Raiders thirty three. See, I, I watched this game, but I didn't make many notes. Like, it wasn't that interesting, or it was. I, don't know. I feel exactly the same because I watched this on Red Zone, and then I was like, "I'm gonna go watch this game," and then I forgot this game happened. It yeah, wasn't I... until looking at this results board that I was just like, "Oh yeah, that game did happen." Yeah, because I, I, and I remember none of it. I watched the the forty minute version. Twice, <laughs> because it went to the end, and then I thought, "Wait, what the fuck happened here?" Um, and then started again, and then there's there's still bits where I just like, even though I was watching it and I was happy with the end result, I like it, I was just watching it yeah. and thinking, "I'm not actually paying attention to this for some uh, reason." Well, so the silence got hold of the episode basically and just made you forget yeah. that it ever existed. Possibly. So yeah, I don't know. Like this, this was I, the only things I remember from this game is that Darren Waller was out, um, and in a pre-game interview, Derek Carr had said Foster Moreau was due a breakout game, and Foster Moreau did have a good game stats-wise, mm. I think, because um, I got again like I can't remember watching this game, and I know I watched it on Red Zone. I know that stuff happened, but that's all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, the, like. There was a there was after my first watch, I had made no notes on the game, so yeah. I just I I forced myself to put a note, and it doesn't even mean anything. the The note just says, "Cars just getting better in the long game." Okay, so what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what? Um, and then I watched it again, and the only note I've I've made is um, Henry Ruggs uh had a penalty against him. Because okay. when he was going down, it was a helmet clash, but they gave it as a penalty for a personal foul or whatever they call it. Right. Saying that he like, essentially headbutted the dude as he was yeah, going I think, down. Yeah, if you lead with the helmet when you're going down, it's a penalty. So. But I just thought that nah, it was bullshit. If somebody's going down, they're not going to be able, they can't control the neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can, but it's very difficult. Yeah, they can, but with a big helmet, mm. like, it doesn't matter which way you, you aim your head. The helmet is going to hit something. <laughs> Wait, what? 
I don't know. Are you telling Unless me you, if you invert right. your neck back into your into your back? Are you a tortoise? Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have yet to confirm otherwise. <laughs> you can't deny <laughs> otherwise, therefore it must be true. Um, moving on from Eagles Raiders, Texans yep. Cardinals, Texans five, Cardinals thirty one. I have nothing to say about this game. <laughs> Cardinals good, Texans bad. Okay, moving on. Isn't Cardinals good just every week? Generally. Yes. Well, undefeated. Yeah, for, undefeated at this point. For now. Yeah. Um, um, and Texans, always defeated. Um, except for apart one Apart from one. What did, who, yeah. who did they win again? Oh, mate, let's scroll back. I bet it was some good team as well. I'm on ESPN, so I can't go any further back than week seven. Uh, they lost against the Patriots. They lost against the Bills. They lost, lost against the Panthers. They lost against the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> they lost beat the Jaguars. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's who they beat. Okay. I was literally thinking it was going to be a New York team or the Jaguars. I was thinking, oh, is it the Jets? But no, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. the Jags, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I do I think it's this game. Was this the first game that Zach Ertz was playing for the Cardinals? Maybe. Let's have a look. Yes, yes it was. Because he he made a record of playing for two different teams mm-hmm. and scoring a touchdown back to back. So he scored a touchdown for the Sea Eagles, then got to, went to Cardinals and scored a touchdown in their game. Did you just say the Sea Eagles? I heard that too. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no. just the Eagles. The Why sea the hell? Eagles. Also known as a seagull. The, the, no, the, no, the Sea Eagles are a, Philadelphia uh, Seagulls. Sea Eagles are the, an NRL NRL team in Australia. Right, of course. Philadelphia Sea Eagles. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yes, first game for Zach Ertz as a as a Cardinal. Um, done quite well. Um, this was also a revenge game for JJ Watt, who what? went to the Cardinals after being uh, after leaving the Texans. So, just stamping his authority on that. Anyway. Yeah, because this was where he's on the sideline screaming. Yeah, they keep saying we can't win, but maybe we're just fucking better. Yeah, maybe we're just fucking better. Uh, he did. He did one tackle for a loss. Uh, he doesn't say anything. Oh, oh yeah, he just says quarterback hits. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't say he got a sack though. He didn't. Hmm. Anyway, moving on from. I think, I think if I remember rightly, because he was Kyler Murray had declared himself a runner, it doesn't count as a sack. Oh, okay, right. I think there's some weird rule that if he starts, if he positions the ball in a certain way and starts running, he doesn't count as a uh, a quarterback anymore. He counts as a runner. So therefore, it doesn't count as a sack. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Bears versus the Buccaneers. We've spoken about Colts versus the Porter Niners. We've also spoken about, and then the Saints thirteen, um, Seahawks ten. Seagulls, Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks. Conspiracy. Uh, it goes all the way to the top. Roger Goodell, <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> uh, this is. I, I watched this game. Uh, Metcalf's touchdown. It, it was insane. it was good. It was good. 
it was a good freaking touchdown. Yeah. Um, apart from that, not much else on the Seahawks side, really. Um, it was quite a stalemate game. Yeah. Very um, defensive, very stop and go yeah. sort of thing. Um, Jameis Winston had a solid game, but again, nothing more than that. Yeah, because it, it, the score was 13 to 10. Yeah. Um, the one thing that obviously made New Orleans win is Kamara. Yeah. Like the, the running plays that he does, I don't know how. He stays on his feet half the time. Um, yeah. It just like bounces off people or knocks people over and then just carries on. Absolutely. Um, and even I mean, that, that last touchdown. Did you see what happened? I think I did, but again, it's one of those things where like I don't remember exactly. Basically, the snap hit Winston in the knee and right. dropped to the floor. And then he picked it back up and then yes. threw it to Kamaru. Yeah. And Kamaru ran it in. Yeah, yeah um, I is it? Uh, I was gonna say, like, is it because it didn't touch Winston's hands that it didn't count as a fumble because it just hit his knee or his shin? Yes. So unless it can't be a fumble unless somebody has possession of the ball. So because nobody had had possession of the ball until any point, it's not a fumble. Yeah, and I think that last touchdown as well, like made the overall statement of the Seahawks' defense during that game. The fact that it hit him in the shin and went down to ground and he had enough time to pick it back up, see Kamara in a completely open space, pass it to him perfectly fine, Kamara push somebody off him and then score. Yeah. Yeah, just it it told the story of the defense over the whole game in one play, really. Yeah, uh, just as a note though, if if even if it had hit his knee, bounced off, if the defense had have landed on it, it would have been a um, a Seahawks touchdown, uh, not touchdown possession. So it it doesn't as long as it's it it only doesn't count if it touched the ground. It's an incomplete pass. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, no solid performances by both defenses and the offenses. Yeah, doing doing all right, doing okay middling to okay mm-hmm. which is always good and that is the scores on the doors that is week seven um pretty yeah. pathetic um. <laughs> <laughs> there were some great games in nah, there, there, but there like was just some completely m- missable games like there i think there were like four games this week that i could have missed and not ruined my week like Seahawks Saints, if I'd have just looked at the score, that'd have been fine. The Raiders Eagles could have been fine with that one. Um and I think the Browns Broncos this week, like, could have could have watched that one and completely forgotten about it. Yeah. Yeah, th- there was only a few games that were like actually good and I think the the rest were basically just static. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah. What's next? Oh, shall we have a little bit of a, a talk about Thursday night game? <sighs> Oh, oh boy. So this, of course, was the Cardinals at home versus the Green Bay Packers. Now, again, me and Scruffy released uh, an episode on, not an episode, but a, a quick snapshot. I think it was 24 minutes long in the end yep. of a preview about this game. And if I recall correctly, what I said in that preview was that this was going to be on the Green Bay Packers running game to control the game. 
Um, if we can keep the Cardinals off the field, if we can get those explosive running plays, if we can, if our defense steps up, um, we would could win this game. And I went into it. I predicted, I think, a twenty-one to seventeen win for the Green Bay Packers. Um, obviously, I was wrong on that. It was actually a win twenty-four to twenty-one uh, for the Green Bay Packers. And I have to say. That last quarter was the most tense affair I have ever lived through. And yes, that includes the Bengals game because I was watching it and I'm like, it would, the thing is, it's a different kind of tense because in the Bengals game, we could have won that in several moments. In this one, I was waiting to lose. Yes. Because the Green Bay had the ball on the one yard line in the fourth quarter. We needed a touchdown to put it out of reach, to keep it a two-possession game, to keep the Cardinals out of reach. And we couldn't fucking get it in. We abandoned the run game on the one-yard line. And this just in, I'm talking currently to Marshawn Lynch, who knows all about not running it in on the one-yard line, circa the Seahawks' loss to the fucking Patriots, was it? Or was it the Broncos? Don't know, but the Seahawks lost. Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line doesn't get the chance to run it in, and I'm just like, we we tried it four times passing, like just fucking run it, mm. and it was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I put the note that like that um, rush that Rogers actually did himself. Yeah. Um, obviously, he only made it to the the one yard line, but if yeah. he had have made that over. That if I'm on it, that would have been the perfect end to that game. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like like you say, they like I don't know if it was them just trying to waste a bit of time before they did that, but then for some reason they never did it. Mm. And it was... yeah, I, I believe like if you'd have said to me that they had planned to use up two minutes of the clock by throwing it three times into the end zone and then rushing it in, I'd have believed you, but they never rushed it in. And then yeah. they hadn't, cause they had no timeouts at this point. And then they got a penalty for delay of game to take it from uh two and one yard to second and six. And then, yeah, they got that Rogers rush and it was just, it was a, it was a bit of a mess really. At that point I would have even settled for a field goal. Because even then, it would have meant that the Cardinals had to score to win. Yeah. Um, and then you get into the Cardinals' final drive. And, oh, my Lord, I was sitting there watching this game going, well, they've won. They're, they're in the red zone. They've got, they're first and gold. Yeah. They're just going to bang it in. I'm gonna, we're going to lose. Cardinals are going to remain undefeated. And oh my God, who's that? Oh my God, is that is that a pick? Is AJ Green looking the wrong way? Is it Rasul <laughs> Douglas, who the Green Bay Packers signed off for the Cardinals practice squad 22 days ago? <laughs> Suck on that, dickheads! Um, it was honestly it was just, ridiculous. Yeah, it was honestly ridiculous. It was a fantastic end. Because you just sat there looking going, <clears throat> well, that's a damn nice throw. There's the touch. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was literally and, just the... Uh, yeah. Oh my god. And this was all on AJ Green. Like nobody else can take the fault other than AJ oh, Green. Yeah. AJ Green looked the wrong way and completely gave up on the play. If he, if somebody had said to me he retired halfway through that drive, <laughs> I would have believed it. 
<laughs> like he was looking for his retirement money. He was looking for his girlfriend in a hot shower. Like that was what he was looking at for that game. And I like Russell Douglas, uh, add him to the blowjob list. Um, <laughs> I'm good. Like, yeah. It was just a bad mistake. And it, it, as bad mistakes go, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. literally um, a game losing mistake. They would have won. Gonna say as well, like you're you're obviously you're a great paid Packers fan. Um mm-hmm. that last quarter, even I, because I was actually in the chat and Stuart could hear me list watching the game. Even <laughs> I was like, there was bits where I was like, my heart's getting faster for some reason. Like, <laughs> I know the end result of this game going into it, but my I'm panicking. For some reason, mm. I don't know who I'm panicking for. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was just that close and that intense, especially with them being that undefeated team going into yeah. this as well. And they were um, to lose that undefeated from that mistake. Yeah, which, they would. Yeah. would have won. They like it's quite sad that they didn't get like undefeated through the like half the season, but it had to end at some point. And if any team yeah. is going to do it, uh, I am glad that the Packers did it. If any, yeah, did. well. That's the thing. Now now that we've won this game, we are the number one seed in the NFC. Yep. So um, because of how tiebreakers work and this and the other. So the top teams this season, the AFC's top team is the Bengals and the Green Bay Packers are the NFC's top team. Oh. Which, if that's the Super Bowl, I live for it. Like, I, mean, that's I will Bowl, be I will happy for that. that. Yeah. If that's the yeah. Super Bowl, I will go in depth for that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Because that's not going to happen very often. No. No. Uh, the Super Bowl this year is actually held at the uh, Arizona Stadium. Mm. So that'll be, that'll be nice. That'll be nice but bitch yeah, in the face, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, do you remember us? Yeah. It's Russell Douglas. Oh, this... happy to see Russell Douglas? Sorry, what, what happened to that winning streak? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, is this my seat? Oh, you're not sitting uh, there? Oh. <laughs> this throne, this throne, this is our throne now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is my United States of whatever. Yeah, I will say the log, um, during that game as well, there was there was a few things that I'd know it down, like um, even that um, punt that the... I don't remember the Arizona player's name. The Arizona punter? M- Moore? No, the the kick returner. Oh, uh, Rondale Rondale Moore, Moore. yeah, yeah. Um, where Lafleur made the call that he did touch the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like that—that that was a good call. And I think yeah. as it was happening, the commentators on the game were like, "Here he is with another call. He's zero and two for this season." Yeah. And then <laughs> it was yeah. possibly the best call to be made. Yeah, gotcha. It was it was uh, fantastic. And I, I did most unfortunately. I feel like the Packers squandered it just for a kick. That should have been an easy touchdown. In that, it should have been. It should have been. But I think at the time that was still a two-score game, so mm. we were happy to settle for the points at that point. Yeah, um, I will say that there was there was two points where I, th- I felt like um, the touchdown that Hopkins didn't get because mm-hmm. he was being an idiot yep. and grabbed uh, the face mask. Oh, why? Yeah. Why would you throw it away like that? Yeah, you stick yeah. a hand out. What do you think's gonna happen? I mean, yeah. like the ju- thing just... is as well that was that was complete blown coverage by the rookie cornerback uh, Eric Stokes, who has played marvelously up until that play where DeAndre Hopkins 
faked a stutter step and Stokes just bit into it without looking. Um, mm. And I say, like, you're correct. DeAndre Hopkins was away in the end zone celebrating with a crafty wank. Like, <laughs> just, just in regards to that rule, mm. face mask, fat, mm-hmm. flat palm, okay. Yep. Mm. Why do you ha- why? The, yeah. Do you think he'd get away it's with ridiculous. it? It's ridiculous. Um, and then I, it, I'm pretty sure after that, I don't know if it was directly after that or like two plays after that or something, he went off with a possible hamstring. Uh, it was due to well. that game. It was due to that play. Um, right. He had stutter-stepped and pushed off too hard that he had strained his hamstring. Obviously, right. he came back later in the game. But I think that was his only reception up until that point. He got another reception later, which was another long reception. But yeah, and apparently he wasn't supposed to come back as well. No. He was told not to, but he refused and uh, still came yeah. back on. Um, yeah. And I will say that you you may disagree, but the um, touchdown by who was it was rushing? Was it Jones? Aaron Jones? Mm-hmm. I that didn't go over the line. That didn't meet the line. That mm-hmm. shouldn't have been a touchdown. Okay. Where he got tackled and he literally made it just before the line and then got pulled back away and they gave it as a touchdown. I'm going but to need I... you to provide clear and definitive proof. But Otherwise, w- I'm going to stick with the game decision. I will agree that when that happened, it was only three and one anyway. So mm-hmm. they still had another play and they would have scored regardless. That, I think, is yeah. probably what the. Um, but just at that point. I was like, that wasn't a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, going on what you just said, Scruffy, they, the refs can't play it like that. They can't go, oh, they'll just get oh, another really? score. Oh, yeah, no. It's, yeah. They, yeah. The refs have to dictate what happened in the game. I think it went but the thing is with it is that the refs have to go on what they say. The call, the call on the field stands unless a booth review or a challenge but even then, it has to be clear and obvious. Yeah, which that now, the was. trouble is in those kind of scrimmage moments when you've got seven people covering six different cameras, yeah. you can't say anything was clear and obvious. And it wasn't. Um, no, that's it. And to say, like, I have, I have ragged on the refs this year um, because they have been shit. Um, They've got better. No. No, they haven't. <laughs> no. I completely disagree with that assessment. Um, they were average to okay in this game, um, but there were still some calls. I'm like, that's fucking atrocious. That's just an atrocious call. Um, but yeah, I think at, at the end of the day, I think with the way that the Packers controlled this game, it was it would have been more heartbreaking if the Cardinals had a won it because I think like I was going into this game accepting a Packers loss yeah but hoping for a win obviously after that first half I was then expecting a Packers win and dreading a Packers loss so because mm-hmm. they they had like double the possession I think I can't remember I can't find the the minute stats but if I remember rightly time of possession Green Bay had 40 minutes and okay, Cardinals Green- had Green Bay had thirty-seven and thirty-seven minutes and thirty-five seconds. Yeah. Arizona had twenty-two minutes and twenty-five seconds. Yeah. yeah. So completely dominated the time of possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it was the way to beat them. And I think a lot of teams are going to look at this game and put their plan together. 
for facing the Cardinals in the future. And uh, Green Bay, like total yards and team-wise, Green Bay had one more yard than that <laughs> Cardinal. It was 335 to 334. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, a few people were thinking that this would come out as a Packers loss, especially with the yeah. uh, the I- injuries and uh, players that were out. But then yeah. obviously it's it's noted as well that like, Oh, you don't think they're going to win this? Oh, God, one of those adverts has started. Stop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, going into this thinking, oh, they've not got this one. They've not got that one. Yeah. They'll do okay, but they're not going to win. But then Absolutely. it does prove that even with the newbies, Rogers can do his stuff. Yeah, I think one thing to note is this. Obviously, I mentioned it in uh, in our Packers preview. But you are talking about a Packers team that doesn't have Jair Alexander, are the best cornerback in the league. You're talking about not having Kevin King, who is an average cornerback. You're talking about not having our starting center, Josh Myers. Uh, you're talking about not having David Bakhtiari, our all-pro left tackle. And then also you're losing the best, if not the second best receiver in the league, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, who in the game against Washington had a drive that was all him. Um, so then you're talking about the receiving core. Who have you got left? You've got Randall Cobb. Okay, excellent. Him and Rogers have a great connection, but he is a slot guy. He is not the kind of guy that dominates the passing game. Mm-hmm. You have obviously the full running core of AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, who can play a marvellous passing game. But past that, who you've got receivers-wise? Robert Tunyon, who had a good game last week, but has been average to poor the full season. Mercedes Lewis, who is more of a blocking tight end than anything else. You've got Amari Rogers, who had an average game, had some big drops in this, but is ultimately a rookie. And the only time you've seen him on the field previously was either kick or punt returns. Um, you had Kylan Hill, who was the other, um, and it just was, it was a game that if you'd have lost, you could have literally said, well, we are missing half of our starters. Mm-hmm. The thing that we had going for us is that we tried to, we dominated time of possession and we had Corey Bajorquez, who is one of the most amazing punters I have ever seen. Three punts for an overall total of 154 yards, averaging 51 yards a punt. It was like, we went from, in one game, in one drive, the 30-yard line all the way back to the other 20. Like, it was an insane turnover. It was just beautiful. And that's, that's really, like, I think, yeah, it was a tense game. Cardinals could have won it. But the Packers put their best game plan together. Um, and if we get to the end of the year and Matt LaFleur isn't a top contender for coach of the year, then this game is rigged and fucking... I just don't know what to say. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was Thursday night plus Packers <clears> round. <throat> and obviously, like, the rest of season eight hasn't happened yet, but... Week eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, fucking hell. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Uh, week eight, yeah. It uh, <laughs> hasn't happened yet, but now because of the Cardinals' loss mm-hmm. to Packers and their win, they're, instead of obviously being the Cardinals being that top contender, yeah. um, them two are both 7-1. and one. 
Yep. And Rams and Buccaneers are six and one. So if they win their next game, and I think one of them definitely will, um, yeah. <laughs> given who they're against. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Cowboys are also. Oh, their Cowboys are five and one because they've had their bye week. Yeah. So Cowboys, you can say, are in that top six. Like the top six for the NFC is tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, like it's that one game has sort of merged those four teams into being mm. the top contenders of the entire NFL, rather than it just being the Cardinals. Yep. Um, it's just good. It makes I think it makes it more exciting as well. Like um, if you have a a dominated team that win every game, it does get a bit stale and a bit boring. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Even, yeah. Even though that, even if they're not one of those teams like the fucking Patriots, who used to see in the Super Bowl every fucking year, yeah, it still gets a bit boring. Mm. Absolutely. But I think this is one of the the caveats of the NFL is that I mean, I, when I when I was watching the NFL for the first time, I remember seeing a Brown, Cleveland Browns have a winless season. They went zero and sixteen. And it wasn't until midway through the second season, uh, the season after that winless season, they actually had a win. And when I think they ended up going two and 14 and now look at the Browns, we have picked them to be a playoff team and potentially an upset team on a lot of fronts. Um, the Bills were never a contender for the champ- for the playoffs or the championship two or three years ago. And now they're the you know fighting for the top seed in the NF in the AFC. The Bengals, I mean, la the not this draft just gone the draft before that they got the top seed because they were the worst team in the in the league, and now they're the top seed in the AFC. This is I say this is why the N- the NFL is just a great league to follow is mm-hmm. because you can have six years of success with one team, and then seven bad seasons. Or vice versa. Absolutely. Mm. Speaking of bad seasons, Lions. Um, I don't know if they. Do you want to run through your prediction games first, and then? Yeah, run through the predictions, and then we will talk about the games that you yeah. don't predict. Um, and before you do that quickly, obviously, I'll just remind people that the teams on a buy this week. Uh, I have closed the tab accidentally. Well done, me. Oh, so they're Raven. on a buy for week eight. Raiders, Ravens for week eight, I believe. Uh, week eight, yeah, just the Raiders and the Ravens. So two AFC teams. Uh, you talk about... I'd say just talk about games, because I still need to go through this entire list and cross-check it. So otherwise we're going to be here for ages. Okay. Um, so you guys talk about what you want to talk about first. Well, I, the, the reason I was saying that was because I was going to say the Lions... This okay. the the next game is against the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. This is the first game where I'm because originally, like at the start of the season, I thought the Eagles playing good. I thought they would actually be, you know, one of the one of our winningest teams. <laughs> <laughs> but they've uh, not lived up to that standards, and um, well, I know Wilson's still out, but. Still, they have an okay team, regardless. Um, but now, yeah, they've they've declined. 
over the yeah. last few games, and then this is the first time I'm, I'm like looking at the next few games that I'm looking at the Lions, thinking this could be their opportunity to win. Like when the Jets and the Giants had certain games, they were like, this could be their one. I'm not surprised yeah. if they won't, but this could be their one. Um, do you think that there's a possibility of them winning that game against the Eagles? I don't. I don't. Like, don't get me wrong. If they if they play, if Jared Goff steps his game up, if they do a lot of the, the good playing that they've done against the Rams in the first half, they could win it. I just think the Eagles are going to outlast them. I don't think the Eagles are um, that bad of a team that they will lose against the Lions. If I'm honest, I think the Lions' first win comes in Week 12 against the Bears. Right. Um, just because I think the Bears are on a decline. I think that that, that Bears' defense is probably going to hemorrhage, hemorrhage some players. Um, and yeah, I just don't think Justin Fields is the guy to do it. And then the uh, only other game that I was thinking like looks quite tight is the mm-hmm. Bucks and Saints game. Yeah, I don't think that is tight. I think that's a Bucks victory. Really? As good as I think Sean Payton would be at scheming this game, I <clears> think <throat> what we've seen from you know the previous weeks the the Saints just aren't good enough at executing against teams that are, you know, are, are competent or yeah, exactly. I mean, you look at the this the week's game just gone, Saints versus Seahawks. That was a chance to really assert dominance, and I mean to really assert yeah. dominance. Winning by three points in that game isn't asserting dominance in my head, and I think with the way the Buccaneers play, even if Antonio Brown is still out. And even if they keep, if even if like some of their defensive starters go out, I think Tom Brady's got enough weapons to outscore the the, the Saints. Yeah, it's just it's just one of them. Like the the, the Saints are just one of those teams where uh, it's not essentially that I think they're good or amazing. It's no. I think when they've done good, it just always looks really impressive. So maybe it's like tainted my judgment on them a bit yeah yeah um i think this is one of those seasons where obviously last season they had their all-time great drew Brees, who is a future hall of famer i think this season they've kind of like they're not living up to the expectations that they set themselves mm -hmm. um i think next season they'll be better Mm. but it's because it's going to be year two of Jameis winston being the guy um but I think they're going to really find their identity as a team next season. Because at this season, you're still tainted by that idea of, is Jameis Winston number one? Or should it have been Taysom Hill? Or should this guy have stayed? Should that guy have stayed? You know, you're still tainted by those ideas. I think next season, um, after they get through this one, they'll have an identity next year, potentially meaning that Taysom Hill leaves the Saints whether he's traded or released, because I think they're going to go all in on Jameis Winston um, and go from there. Okay, so I've got my predictions ready, so that's all good. So Fantastic. Time. Good timing. Um, so I was actually waiting. I was just waiting for you guys to finish. Oh, fair enough. So, from so the bad start. timing on our part, then. Yeah. <laughs> good timing, everyone. Steelers okay. versus the Browns. Let's get started. 
Ooh, I'll Wait, go what? first on this one. Steelers versus the Browns. Okay. I think the Browns are going to win this um, because I don't think that the Steelers offense is good enough with Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Um, if they potentially bring in Mason Rudolph, I think they have a bigger chance. But with the Browns defense where it is um, and with the Browns offense being able to put up points, decent points, I think it's the Browns victory. Yeah. So that's um, Browns. You, hang on. Yep. Who else had a bye week last week? Did Steelers have a bye week last week? So week, uh, week seven bye week was the Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, and Steelers. Oh, God, there was a lot of them. Yeah. Honestly, there's that many teams that I'm like looking at all the scores from week seven thinking, yeah, that's all of them. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that because we're paying on the Steelers, but wait, they weren't there. Yeah. How many others do I not know? <laughs> where they gone um, in all honesty um, with the yeah the, the decline that the Steelers have had this season um, I don't yeah I think the Browns will win it as well if I'm honest mm. the, the Browns are one of them where I, I don't think maybe it's a bit like the Saints where I'm like they're an okay team but I don't think they'll always. I'm not. I'm never dead certain on them. Yeah. But yeah. for some reason, something's happened with the Steelers where they had an okay defense, but it's not holding up for some reason. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. Especially compared to last season when they were eleven and zero to start the season, it seems when they lost that first game, that was the start of their decline that led into this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll go Browns as well for that one, to be okay. honest. Jaguars versus the Seahawks. I'll let you start with this one, Smith. Um, I <clears throat> will go for the Seahawks. Um, okay. Jags obviously only got their first win mm-hmm. um, the other week. Um, I don't know if it's going to be something where... Okay, they're gonna, you know, the 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 starting to get into the mix of things, the becoming a bit more competent and actually completing everything. I don't think they're going to have a great season at all. Mm-hmm. Seahawks haven't exactly proved that they're going to be amazing either, but no. I feel that they do have more of a lineup to um compete at a slightly better standard than Jacksonville yeah. does. Because um, okay. I, I, one of the things that I know about Jacksonville is I know their quarterback is fucking good, but mm-hmm. it's not yet been proven this season that he's that good in the standards of the NFL. Mm. I disagree purely because I think it's they haven't got enough around him to to sling it out to and i also think their coaching leaves something to be desired yeah, I think true. if you had trevor lawrence in that in that team with the jaguars but with a better coach i think they would have started out a lot different i'm not saying that this team as it's put together would have won more games like a definitive amount more games but i think they would have won at least three by this point if they had a better coaching staff right but yeah, for myself, I think the Seahawks will win. 
Okay. I... It's one of those cases where it's one of those games I think that I wouldn't be surprised if either team won. Um, yeah, the, I'm the, gonna say the feels yeah. like it will be another like the the yeah. Vegas game where it, it doesn't matter if I'm paying attention, it's gonna feel like it was just static the entire time. Yeah. But yeah, agreed. Um, I'm gonna say the Jaguars are gonna win um, okay. purely because I think the Seahawks are dropping off. I don't think Geno Smith is the guy where they need to be. And I think that's why they're trying to rush uh, Wilson back. I think they're going to go into the bye week um, two and six um, and just have to to hope that that week is enough recovery for Wilson to come back and try and play the Packers. Yeah. Okay. And finally, Panthers-Falcons. I mean... I'm going to go with the Falcons on this one. Same. Um, regardless of me <laughs> preferring them, the as we've discussed in this one, like we don't know what the hell's happened with the Panthers, but it's clearly not going to get better anytime soon. Um, I know the past few games when the Falcons have played they've always been really close yeah um so i feel like this will be a much closer game for the panthers but i yeah. still don't think they're going to win it yeah absolutely i agree i think the the panthers are going to show some grit in this game but i ultimately think that sam Darnold is gonna struggle in the weeks leading up to the bye week yeah. I mean, you look at the injuries that the Panthers te- team has, with especially their big their big gun out, Christian McCaffrey. I don't think until they get Christian McCaffrey back that their offense is going to have anywhere near as much productivity as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Chubba Hubbard, which he is a great <laughs> running back. Um, and I think he's going to continue to produce, but I think it's going to be that throwing game and that defense that's going to let them down. I, I, I'm sorry, that just that name made me laugh. <laughs> I, I realised when I said it and you laughed. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome name. It's a good name. It's a good name. And he's a, he's a great running back. Um, he's done well on my fantasy team. Um, but yeah, I just think... I, let's say, I think the Falcons are going to have more this week, especially with what they threw up against the Dolphins. I think they're going to potentially have a repeat performance with that. Um, but I think their their defense is where they need to focus on in the next few weeks. Their offense seems to be doing well when it it's when it's not too when the when the going is not too bad. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would agree with that because I I said this year this I still feel like this year is not a rebuilding year but still a building year. Yeah. Um, I'm still not convinced that Matt Ryan has much longer left yeah that that's what i mean like I, I think that the whole this whole season not maybe not this exact one but in the next three seasons yeah. there is final seasons um so i, I think this <clears throat> they are trying to rather than aiming for the super bowl they are aiming yeah. for let's build a competent team yeah, that will last yeah. a few years to be um, good enough to try and make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, at the moment we are just yeah running out the clock. Really, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
There's one game that I kind of want to uh, touch on quickly, and I think that's going to be the Chargers Patriots. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Um, you know, you've got Justin Herbert, who's in his second year with the Chargers, versus Mac Jones in his first year with the Patriots offense. Both offenses have been doing really well this season, um, with obviously the Patriots putting 50 on uh, the New York What's-It's. Um, not the <laughs> New York that's the New York what's it's. Um, and yeah, I just think this is going to be a really good offensive game. Um, so this is going to be like my, my game that I'm going to watch um, re- like really closely. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is completely off topic. I don't know why this um, has grabbed my attention, but I was just looking at the rosters of some of the teams. And I find it really strange that the some of the players' pictures in their rosters are in kits for teams that they used to be with. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, I, the first one I went for is uh, Amir Abdullah um, yeah. for the Panthers. He's in his Vikings jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I get think... why have they given him a new jersey and just yeah. took another photo. It's not hard. I think this is because this is the N- official NFL ones, and they haven't been organizing photo shoots uh, yeah. due to COVID and whatnot. Right. So I think Mason Rudolph is not Mason Rudolph. Um, who's the Patriots tight end? He got traded from the Vikings as well. That's yeah. The Patriots? Am I thinking of? I don't know. There is now. I don't know. All I know is Rudolph's from the North Pole. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, it's Kyle Rudolph. He now oh, plays he, he played for in the New York Giants. New York Giants. Yeah. So, sorry, it's, it's the other team that plays in blue. Um, but yeah, he's he's his picture is now um, he because he was traded from the Vikings to the Giants. His picture is still in his Vikings jersey. So that's, yeah, that's funny to me. Cool. There you go. Would you like to... And that's been another episode of the Brick Cave Blitz, uh, our show where we pretend to know everything and anything about the NFL, talk for a bit too long about subjects that are a bit too specific, and then uh, segue ourselves into stuff that doesn't matter. If you want to follow us on social medias, uh, we are Brit Cave Blitz on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have uh, not done what I said I was going to do last week, which was to take over the Twitter a bit more on game day. Mm. Um, but hopefully that'll be uh, this week. Um, I am, of course, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me for any Packers updates, uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, with me, as always, was the lovely Smith at the uh, IRS. Let's take the lovely out of that one, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. The sensual Smith. Smith of us. At let's let's, let's take all adjectives out of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> At 
redacted Smith. Uh, <laughs> I just want to call you the Smith. That's what I want to call you. Just call you the Smith, like you did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I am Smith uh, <laughs> at uh, DRS underscore nine ninety four on Instagram, and I yeah, I'm no interest in social media. Follow me just so I have a follower. Uh, <laughs> and the third person is uh, that Scruffy. There you go. There you go. Uh, thank you for joining us. And as always, go Pack Go. Brigade Blitz!